Welcome to Pop Culture on the Rocks. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another exciting episode of Pop Culture on the Rocks. We are super excited to be back talking about The Amazing Race, catching up on a couple episodes. But before we get started with that, definitely want to say hello, Callan. How are you? (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you. Hello, Anna. I am doing well. I've got a new drink tonight, which I'm excited to share. I made it up about 30 minutes ago. (laughs) Oh, custom. I love it. We love to take a little chance. Yeah, why not? (laughs) Well, what what did you make? <laughs> I, I kind of Googled to see like, okay, is this something that people make, mm-hmm. you know, because it sounded like it would be good. And I did find a couple recipes, but I, y'all know me, I just like to trust my spirit and pour. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is what some people were calling like a vodka spritz. So we'll call it that. Mm-hmm. It's vodka I have Tito's, and then I did Prosecco and lime. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah, it's good. It's refreshing. Tasting it, to me, it kind of tastes like a vodka soda, except with a little more flavor, obviously, from the Prosecco. So it's probably like a stronger version of a vodka soda, because like everything in there is alcohol. Right. It's not close. (laughs) Yeah. You know? Right. But um, yeah, I have just like a tiny amount of vodka left. I was like, I don't necessarily want a whole mixer for like something so small. So I just got a small bottle of Prosecco. It's like if it's not good, then I can just drink the Prosecco. Yeah. You know? Always a win right there. Yeah. So I'm happy with it. Yeah, that sounds good. Well, I'm having another craft mix packet. Classic. <laughs> I haven't had one. Sponsor her already. <laughs> I know. I haven't had one in a while, so I figured now was a good time. But I'm having a strawberry mule. So that sounds tasty. Yeah, it's very tasty. Uh, I'm not a huge like ginger person, and this Mm -hmm. is not a whole lot of ginger. Like I feel like some kind sometimes mules can have, but yeah, yeah, this one's very good, and I can taste the strawberry. So, and it's been a while since I've had a craft mix, so kind of bring it back. It, it's a throwback for you. <laughs> it is a throwback. Yeah, I feel like that was like one of the first mm-hmm. like drink mixes or anything that you had on the show. Yeah, so. yeah, it was because I was, I mean, I still kind of am very much learning, but yeah, yeah, I haven't had those yet. So it's yeah. good. Very good. Mm-hmm. Very good. Oh, that reminded me that uh, when I was looking up like a recipe for this drink that I'm having, something that came up was a, they were calling it a Prosecco mule. So it's the drink that I'm having plus ginger beer. Hmm. And I have ginger beer, so I thought about doing that. And I was like, I kind of have to be in the mood. Like Moscow Mule used to be my, my drink and I still like it, but I have to be in that ginger mood. Definitely. So, especially because I still haven't found the right ginger beer. I've tried so many kinds and I just, I haven't become brand loyal yet. Yeah, you haven't found the winner. No, because it makes or breaks it. Mm -hmm. It really does. So, uh, I was like, let me just try this drink. But the Prosecco Mule sounded pretty good. So, I might try that like on a future. Yeah, that sounds interesting. Endless possibilities, that's for sure. Well, our endless other possibilities is what all we are consuming. And I, for one, have been consuming a lot of things over the last month or so. So I was trying to narrow it down and it was kind of hard, but I'm very excited to share. So I guess I'll go first. So this was actually back like mm, around like November or so. And I meant to tell you guys, but I forgot. My husband and I were watching some like, you know, more like traditional scary movies and because there's a lot that I haven't seen, like I'm not a huge horror person, but I'm always interested to like watch the like I've seen the first Friday the 13th movie. Like I've always just been interested in like that <laughs> um, for some yeah. reason, even though they creep me out. I still do it anyway. And so I've never I've never seen any of the Scream movies. Have you seen any of those? I haven't seen any of them. Okay. Yeah. Like my repertoire of scary movies are <laughs> very slim. And Mine are like the DCOMs. Yeah. <laughs> Same here. <laughs> That's about I still watch this for Halloween. No shame. 
Because yeah. they're some of the best, for sure. Which, speaking of, they need to step up their Christmas movie game, because it's ridiculous. I agree. Anyway, moving on. Yeah, I agree. So, I agree. <laughs> we watched the very first Scream movie, and it was really crazy, because, like, you know, I knew all about... I've never seen Nightmare Before Elm Street, but I know who Freddy is. I had never seen Friday the 13th, but I know who Jason is. Halloween, mm-hmm. I know who Mike Myers. You know, like, you associate the names with the people, with the movie... And I had never heard anything about Scream other than the mask, obviously. That was basically it. Like, I knew that there were maybe, like, a couple actors who've, like, gone on to do other things. But, oh my goodness, I loved it so much. Wow. It's so weird. Okay. I, don't, <laughs> I don't know what it is. Like, um, yeah. and, I mean, that movie is just not new, <laughs> In whatsoever. But the twist that it has, I've never heard before, still. Mm -mm. And so I was very caught off guard, but really, really enjoyed the whole experience because it was really, really fun. Okay. Well, uh, didn't they just come out with like a new version? Yeah, that's kind of what reminded me of it was because they came out with a new, I think it's just called Scream, maybe. Mm But yeah, they recently came out with that, and that's what kind of reminded me of it. Because they came out with that, and then they came out with another Halloween movie, which I still haven't seen Halloween. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, the first Scream movie, I, I recommend. Like, I think it's really good. It's a little spooky, of course. Um, like, my, everybody knows my main fear is, like, home invasion, and there's a little bit of that. <laughs> but, uh, um, uh-huh. but overall, like, it's pretty tame, especially in comparison to some other horror movies out there. At least right. as far as, like, what frightens me, like, what gives me nightmares. So, I I recommend it. It's a good one. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's good to know. I feel like I've always heard that referred to as a good one. But, yeah, I just don't seek out horror movies. Mm-hmm. And it's really never been about it scaring me. Because I'm pretty good with that kind of thing. Gore doesn't bother me. Like, I'm just kind of whatever. Maybe that's a bad thing. Maybe... <laughs> Maybe I should be a little more, you know, <laughs> scarred. But it's usually just, like, really annoying to me. Mm-hmm. Usually the plot is very predictable, all yeah. of that. Like, it's just kind of, okay, everyone's going to die except, like, the main character or whatever. Mm-hmm. Now, I do remember as a kid, which, again, maybe not the best, <laughs> but as a kid I watched I Know What You Did Last Summer. Yeah. And I would definitely have to give it a rewatch before I'm like, yeah, go watch it. But I remember actually liking that one Mm -hmm. and it probably fits into all of the things that I just said annoy me about (laughs) uh horror movies but I did like it and I like who's the girl in that Sarah Michelle Geller is it Sarah Michelle Geller yeah she I kind of group her with a few people you know what I'm pretty sure it is Uh, I think that's where her and I don't know maybe not she and Freddie met on Scooby-Doo that's right that's right you're right I love the Scooby-Doo movie so (laughs) Yeah. Oh, a horror movie in its own. Its own <laughs> That's way. true. That's true. Uh, I want to say it was a Jennifer. Jennifer Love Hewitt. Oh, That's the other three, three named person. That's right. Yes. That's right. <laughs> it was, I knew it was like in that, that <laughs> right. group, you know what yeah. I mean? So, okay, yeah, that's that's funny. Um, yeah, so it's Jennifer Love Hewitt, and I can't remember who else was in it. But anyway, I remember that one being good. But I have actually been a tad bit interested in seeing Scream because Courtney Cox is in it. Right. Correct. That's right. Yeah. And I like her. The only way I knew a new one was coming out is because I follow her on Instagram. Oh, okay, so <laughs> she's in the new one? She is. Okay. Yes. Well, that's mm-hmm. fun. Yeah. Yeah, that, uh, my understanding, that's where she and uh, David Arquette met was on screen oh what is it about these horror movies i don't that know just you get scared and you it. just find the nearest person and fall in love i don't know <laughs> you need a little comfort right somebody to reassure you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh i've definitely read that on wikipedia i forgot about that so that's that's a good one okay well, I'll add it to my list. I'm glad that you yeah. glad that you're recommending that. Well, on a really different note, <laughs> um, I have finally been watching Sweet Magnolias. I'm rewatching it uh, with my roommates because they 
well i'm watching it for the first time it's their second time but they watched it like it came out when we were all stuck in our homes kind of quarantine yeah and they like really don't remember a lot of it because you were just consuming a lot oh yeah for sure you know and like it was kind of in and out yes so it's been fun to watch it again with them because they haven't really remembered a lot of it i don't know it's kind of like a cross between like a gilmore girls heart of dixie vibe yeah um kind of like a a chill show to watch it's set in south carolina and it's like in a small southern town you know i i personally as a mississippi lady i have to get over the accents as we've said with anything (laughs) that is set in the south yeah i have to move past the accents i said that with heart of dixie as well because you know most of the actors on there are not from the south so they do their interpretation which is Mm -hmm. usually incorrect and, you know, people in South Carolina sound different than yeah. us. You know, I'm sure they're much classier than we are. <laughs> For <but>. sure. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's just kind of like, okay, I, I don't know what we're doing here. But, um, yeah, it's fun. It has a good cast. It's small town drama, but it's not anything, like, crazy. You can kind of wind down yeah. with it, you know? So, it's a good watch but that's fun uh yeah it's 10 episodes uh in season one and they're all close to an hour long so you know if you want to sit down for like one episode it's like pretty solid so yeah check it out i'm sure there's a lot of other people that have watched it like two years ago and we know i like to slide in later (laughs) so yeah it's an enjoyable watch so there's just a lot going on there's like so many characters and like little storylines to kind of keep up with and you can keep up with them all but it's like oh my goodness there's so many things going on (laughs) but you you don't realize how much you can pack into 50 minutes of an episode like that is a lot yeah yeah especially in comparison to some other shows that are only 20 minutes or something like that Mm -hmm. yeah well, it's exciting. I'm just going to wait until you give your episode so I can get the full the full picture of what's happening with these sweet magnolias, not steel, right? Yes. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> and I do, I, you know, for all of our listeners out there that are not from the South, and I'm about to be hypocritical because I have not seen steel magnolias. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's like very not Mississippi of me to have not seen it. My mom is probably going to be shocked that I haven't seen it, but... I, yeah, I'm surprised you haven't seen it. I know. I need to, like, make that a goal this year because I don't need to be judging, you know. <laughs> I don't need to be saying anything, but I'm about to. <laughs> but I feel like a lot of people don't realize, like, the play on words with the Sweet Magnolias and the Steel Magnolias. Like, it's definitely... I don't want to say it's, like, a ripoff because it's... Maybe it is. I, I don't think it is. I do think it has similar plot. I, like, know some of the plot of Steel Magnolias. Mm-hmm. And I know it has, like, kind of similarities, but I think Sweet Magnolias was also a book first. So I would would say it's more inspired by Steel Magnolias, but I feel like a lot of people don't realize this, like, similarity in, first of all, the name, and then second of all, like, it's about a group of female friends. Right. (laughs) I mean... It has some similarities, like, in their relationships and all that. So, for all of you non-Southern listeners, it's definitely inspired by Steel Magnolias. Go watch it. And I'm telling myself the same. Go watch it. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's an iconic movie. It, it is. Yeah, it is. I, I, I mean, it. I only watched it just a few years ago. It has real Southern women in it. That's true. <laughs> so, you will hear correct accents. Now, they might still be different, but they will be authentic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Homegrown accents. Yes, (laughs) that's right. (laughs) All right. Well, moving on to the next portion of our, you know, routine, I guess. (laughs) So every episode we talk about a reason why we should be on The Amazing Race because, hello, I mean, (laughs) we'd be great. (laughs) But it is a dream of ours. If you're new here, it's something we talk about a lot. And especially with this episode being Amazing Race centered, we definitely want to include a reason why. So, Callan, what's a reason you got? Well, I didn't mention this when I was introducing my specialty cocktail for the night, Mm -hmm. but our friend Lee Allison 
gave us both glasses for Christmas that are very thoughtful. Because number one, there are glasses, like cocktail glasses. It's great for us to use during the episode. It is even better because she had glasses etched with the phrase, put Kalana on the Amazing Race. Mm. and That rolls off the tongue well. <laughs> it just does, doesn't it? I thought it was so thoughtful. Yeah, I had a great reaction when she gave it to me, but... I wanted to mention as a shout out for her, she's been on an episode, so go listen to our Hunger Games episode if you haven't, because she was on that one. I feel like it's just representative of we have people supporting us that do believe in us, and I know our friends are going to be biased about us being on the show and being supportive of that, but I really do feel like they're genuine when they say that we would be really good on there. So I'm going to believe them, (laughs) and I just feel like, okay, we already have a support system. We have viewers, people that don't regularly watch The Amazing Race that would watch, so we're helping ratings, you know? Right, that's important. (laughs) And yeah, I just feel like we've got people behind us that would be cheering us on, sharing all the social media posts, everything Mm. that you would need for user engagement we've got that like down yeah i just i i'm thankful for the people that we have behind us yeah um that we know personally definitely yeah we have a we have a good group of people behind us and for anyone who doesn't know kalina is our our team name or couple name right (laughs) Mm -hmm. all in one right (laughs) that'll be our hashtag you know yeah. Yeah. We've, we've already got it ready. Yeah, we do. We've done all the hard work for this. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, we're not, we're not like just stuck on anything, you know, we're flexible, but right. if they want to take our ideas, they're welcome to have them. You can call us literally anything and that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and we're fine with that. We're fine with it. <laughs> we'll take it. We'll take what, whatever they want to don us with. Yes. That's fine. We will wear it with pride. Well, we're super excited to talk about the next two episodes of The Amazing Race, season 33. And this is a very unique set for sure, because the episode three is where we have the break between a 19 month pit stop, as they call it, <laughs> between um, production stopping and then because of COVID and then coming back, which is a whole new thing. So episode mm-hmm. three is mainly going to look like pre-COVID, even though coronavirus was still around, but Mm -hmm. the world looks different than now. So episode three is pre-coronavirus. At the end of that episode is when, you know, it happens. (laughs) Right, right. So we'll go ahead and dive in with episode three. We open up with them going to Scotland which is super exciting. Always a place I've wanted to go and definitely have always wanted to go with you, Callan, because when I think of Scotland, I think of Harry Potter, (laughs) first of all. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But also think of like great theatrical scene, great history. I'm a history buff, so I really enjoy learning about that. And all of like the lore and fairy tales they have. It's really cool. So Anyway, I feel like we didn't see a ton of Scotland, as in, like, we didn't really see, like, the countryside, like, Scottish Highlands or anything like that, uh, because we were in, (laughs) first of all, I did not know that it's pronounced, or could be pronounced, uh, I'm trying to think of how Phil pronounced it, but I've always heard it pronounced Glasgow, Uh and I feel like he pronounced it in a different way that I've never heard before. Did he? I mean, maybe it just went right over my head. Because it is, is it because of his accent? I don't know. Maybe so. But I feel like I heard another, like, maybe I shouldn't even mention this because I can't remember how he pronounced it. But I was just like, oh, I've never heard it pronounced like that before. But I don't see. I mean, I'm not Scottish, so I don't know. And so I'm just kind of like educate me because I'd really like to know especially if we ever travel there because I don't want to be that person that's like (laughs) you know that American yeah exactly I don't well now I need to go back and listen because I didn't even notice but I mean it's definitely not Glasgow because I feel like some American late yes people say that yes exactly yeah because I'm pretty sure that's what I thought it was for a long time (laughs) and then was educated (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, it's also Moscow and not Moscow. But I definitely said Moscow Mule earlier. Uh, but it's like the same thing. But sometimes it's kind of one of those things. Like, I feel like if you say like a Moscow Mule, people think you're being pretentious. That's true. <laughs> I don't know. You have to pick. Do I want to be correct or do I want to sound annoying? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's a good point. Because I think about that a lot. Even with like yes. mischievous or something where it's like one of those words. Yes. It's like mispronounced a lot it's like will I probably be corrected probably no but will somebody kind of be like oh she knows how to say mischievous (laughs) (laughs) there's no there's no other I there it's not obvious (laughs) (laughs) I know I do that with applicable apparently it's the pretentious way is to say applicable instead of applicable but I just think applicable is a mouthful that is yeah applicable is so much it rolls off the tongue so i just take the l on that one like i'm gonna say it i'm just gonna sound fancy for this one it's fine that's uh that one's worth it (laughs) but yeah i don't know i'm gonna have to go back and listen because i'm unsure yeah that's what my ears heard but if no one else has heard that then please let me know because maybe i'm going crazy but anyway we enter scotland we have a roadblock with our favorite instrument, the bagpipe. (laughs) Um, As far as like, so I feel like you and I have talked about, I feel like building things is probably a weaker skill of ours. And so that's a little intimidating whenever I think about the bagpipe task, because I feel Mm -hmm. like if we were in their shoes, maybe we would put that on me, maybe not, but that would be a little stressful. (laughs) putting a bagpipe yeah, you're together. Music, you're musically inclined, and I'm not. Yeah, but that wasn't really what the task was. I mean, you no, literally had I to make know. a sound, and that sound was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. It was so funny, though. Um, but yeah, That's I actually, true. I've seen a bagpipe in real life, so maybe that would help me. It would help. You, could, you have a better visual, right? But then it's like, there's a bagpipe literally right next to you, like an entire band <laughs> full of bagpipes. So maybe that's not helpful at all. But I think we would have been fine. Like, it seems like the majority of people did okay. Yeah, so. I thought people got through that kind of okay. Yeah, you know? I feel like it would a have... A few people helped. Yeah, that's helped true. each other. But. I do think it would have been a lot harder if they did not have the kind of like the outline Because I'm picturing, Mm -hmm. like, at some points they've done things where, like, you need to replicate it and you're only looking at a bagpipe. So I feel like that would be even harder if there's only an example there and you don't know, like, how to put the pipe in the right position or something. So I feel like that Mm would have been a little bit harder. Sometimes they throw you out there without the (laughs) instruction booklet. Yeah, (laughs) they're just like, just wing it. It's fine. I mean, maybe bagpipes are like really expensive, so they don't want anybody to break them. That could be a very real possibility. True. Maybe they were like, this would be impossible if if they didn't have this guy. Yeah, they would be there all day probably. All right. Well, we are now into the solo driving, which is always a task. Um, Mm -hmm. One big thing that I remembered was there were several people who had trouble with this, the manual driving, I guess. (laughs) I don't even know how you word it. Right. Which is understandable for sure. Already difficult driving in a foreign country, but when you change up something like that, that can be difficult. But it was crazy to learn about our Love Island couple, Caro. Am I saying that right? Caro. Caro. See? Car and care. It's (laughs) not the same. (laughs) <laughs> Caro, that she is unable to drive. Yeah. So that was very I interesting. That was interesting. Like she doesn't have a license or anything. Yeah, which I thought was unique because you would think that would be like a requirement for the race or something, but. You would. I mean, I guess you're like, okay, well, Ray is going to drive everywhere, but I don't know. Like on the off chance that he can't for some reason, mm-hmm. I don't know. And I guess maybe she's, like, grown up in a place that has, like, a lot of public transportation, so there hasn't really been a need for it. I mean, I can't imagine living in, even where I live, I mean, I live close to the capital of our state, and we have some public transportation, but not great. I mean, you basically have to drive everywhere you go. So, definitely where we live, it's 
very much so needed to know how to drive, at least know how to drive, even if you don't own a car. You don't have an option. And I feel like that's that's the situation in most of the United States. Mm-hmm. I mean, definitely people like, you know, people grow up in New York City and never, right. never drive. Yeah. So um, I can't remember where she is from. Otherwise, I feel like I, w- I would have a better grasp on okay this is why but yeah you're brave to go on the race and not yeah. know how <laughs> I just found that interesting all right well then we went on to our detour which one portion of the detour reminded me of our very famous road trip um talking about whiskey <laughs> and <Me> too. <laughs> you thought of that too uh-huh I did yeah so we did the the J- uh, James Daniels. <laughs> we did the <laughs> we did the Jack Daniels distillery tour on our trip together, and it just kind of reminded me of that because I remember them talking about whiskey barrels and things. So that was fun. Yeah, and I think like one of the main facts I remember even from that trip was that when the barrels are done like being used they ship them off to scotland to use for scotch mm, yeah that's what i thought of i mean obviously i didn't see jack daniels on any of these crates and i would assume those don't really need repair you know <laughs> but um yeah that's what i thought of because it's like a cool way like it's it's basically reused recycled mm-hmm. all that good stuff and it kind of adds to the flavor yeah i was like oh i wonder if this is kind of the same area that those barrels are coming in especially yeah. since it was whiskey mm-hmm. yeah maybe they do a similar deal or something yeah that's interesting mm-hmm. i forgot about that well we have like the i guess it was more physical is what it sounds like the whiskey barrel challenge versus the donald where's your trousers challenge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah which one do you think we would have picked you know, I went back and forth yeah. in my head about that. It's always a little bit easier to have an opinion when you can watch you know, sure. how it really <laughs> goes down. And honestly, at first, I was really like Team Barrel. I don't know if that's like surprising because I guess it kind of fits into that building category. But I was like, well, you're just kind of hammering things. And mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I feel like the song and dance situation makes me nervous every time. Yeah. Like, I feel like you can either get through it really quickly or you're going to like perform 40 times yes. before you get it right. Mm-hmm. So it, and you're like waiting behind people to True. perform. So it always just makes me kind of nervous. But I don't know. The barrel thing ended up looking pretty hard. <laughs> so yeah. Then I went back like okay maybe we could do the song and dance I don't know like that's just never been something that we really have to we, we've never done that together <laughs> so maybe we should to see like how we do yeah I don't really know what circumstance we would be in to have to do that but maybe we need I think we're gonna have to make our yeah we'll make our own yeah. yeah maybe we need to have our friends like simulate some some challenges yeah. like that yeah well you know Elizabeth Elizabeth could choreograph a dance that she teaches. And then, like, we could have to learn some random, like, song from another country. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And the melody. And then we could see. Because I feel like we have pretty good memories. Like, we could pick up on it. But I I, I feel like the way that my brain works, I could definitely memorize a song better than, like, a passage. Like, poetry or, like, Mm -hmm. items on a menu or something. I feel like definitely having music with it is help mm-hmm. more helpful for me because I still remember songs from like kindergarten and mm-hmm. can't tell you other things that I should write. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I think we could have gotten that one. I don't know. It's hard to know in the moment what you would choose. Yeah, but. it is. But I've always wanted to wear a kilt and they looked really cute. Hey. Yeah. You know, they, they looked good. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about the outfit. And something about it being like a Scottish song made me think like we could get it. And maybe that's stupid, but I was like, we're kind of familiar with Gaelic culture. That's and true. Language. So I'm like, mm-hmm. maybe we could pick up on it. <laughs> that's in our heritage. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Some part of our DNA will help us. <laughs> right. It'll emerge. <laughs> right. <sighs> yeah, but I still have that. Donald wears your trousers stuck in my head randomly throughout the day. I feel like you'd just be singing that like from pit stop to pit stop. Oh, for sure. 
<laughs> I'm sure that was just like a joke ongoing between all of them. Yes, definitely calling them trusers from now on. <laughs> yeah, that's a new term for me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what other notes you have, like noteworthy things. The only thing that really stuck out to me was during the bad pipe challenge that Natalia helped two other teams on the bagpipe challenge and kind of mentioned, you know, this is good karma. Maybe this will come back and help us. And unfortunately she and her father were eliminated from the race, which I was so sad about because I really, really loved them. The Detroit group, the Detroit duo. Um, (laughs) So I was really bummed about that. I was kind of surprised they were gone that early Mm because I just felt like they were one of those teams that's probably going to make it far. That was surprising. I feel like Aaron really wanted to take the blame for it, but I mean, I guess you could say she helped the other team, so I don't know. At the end of the day, you just have a bad day. Like, if it's not your challenge, it's not your challenge. I feel like that's what it was because they switched uh, detours, and we've said that on here before. That's just always a risk. It's it's very difficult, yeah. It works out for some people, and some people it doesn't mm-hmm. help you at all and ends up being kind of the nail in your coffin. So I don't know. I mean, I kind of wonder, like, if they could have finished out that barrel situation. But, I mean, because I just would imagine that if – English is not your first language, which it's not Aaron's. Going and memorizing a Scottish song is probably not the easiest mm-hmm. thing. So, yeah. And obviously he did it. It just took a little bit longer. Right. That's hard, especially when you... I'm, I'm, I get the feeling that they both thought that both of these challenge are, challenges are not suited towards us. Like with song and also with it being more physical, it's kind of like... It felt like they were trying to decide which is the lesser of the two. (laughs) And yeah, yeah, it's unfortunate, but. You can't control also like the variables with the other teams. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, you can't predict that you're going to be kind of bad at both detours, but you're going to be there with two other teams that like are on the show because they sing and dance. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Literally their YouTube sensation is because of that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like you can't really predict. I mean, Mm -hmm. that's kind of, everybody's going to have kind of a challenge suited to them. I've noticed that just by watching the race, like for years that at a certain point, every team has a a challenge that is like right up their skill set. The tough part is like, does that challenge come early or is it like towards the end? And it could work out for you either way, but if you can't get to the one that's more suited for you, then it doesn't matter. That's true. But that goes to show you, I mean, you have to have such a diverse skill set for the race. It's Mm -hmm. crazy. You have to be very well-rounded or at least Mm -hmm. like kind of okay enough at certain things (laughs) that you can get by. (laughs) Yeah. That's what I want to be. Kind of okay at everything. (laughs) Yeah. I think we can do enough to get by and then like we find our... You know, we'll have the ones that we're really good at, mm-hmm. and then that's where you can make up the room. I mean, I I don't think you have to be one of these people that wins every leg to be great, because usually yeah. those people don't actually win. Right. It's like, who had the best race at, you know, on the last leg yeah. at the end of the day? I mean, majority of those people just have a high average. Like, they're in the top yeah. three or five. Yeah. You just kind of have to get that upper, like, middle Like, if you can kind of finish in the top five or six every time, Mm -hmm. then you're probably more solid because you're more consistent. Right. But, I mean, you saw that with Aaron and Natalia that they had finished third right before and then they lost. Right. You know, you got to kind of find that middle ground and stick in that area. Yeah. And I do, I feel like that keeps you a little bit safer with an upcoming (laughs) U-turn. Sorry, I couldn't think of the word. Yes. So true. That's a strategy in itself. Like, of course, we would love to win a leg. Oh, like, yeah, absolutely. I mean, hey, you get a trip or money or mm-hmm. scooters. <laughs> like, <laughs> in the best. But um, I feel like if you're winning consistently, then, yeah, you are such a target, especially because I feel like they always do the double U-turn at this point. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, like if you can kind of avoid looking like the strongest team then it really does work in your favor and then once you're past all that that's when you can really go hard right (laughs) yeah definitely make sure in the top three then yeah yeah (laughs) all right well we finished the scottish leg and you know we see 
a little bit of behind the scene production, trying to figure out, you know, getting everybody grouped back together. And it's so sad just like remembering, <laughs> I feel like everybody in the world when they come to realization mm-hmm. about all of this, which I feel like they, because I wrote down as February 28th, 2020, which I don't think I maybe had heard the word coronavirus maybe once during that yeah. in, in the month of February. And then, of course, everything in March really turned around. But um, so anyway, we see on the February 28th, 2020, that they announced that they're stopping the race for now and having a pit stop, as they say, and hoping to bring back the show and bring back the cast. I loved the point that that Phil made where he said, you have a unique opportunity to go back and find what you were struggling with before, whether it was navigation or communication, something with your... (laughs) Um, manual stick driving, whatever it may be. Get in shape. Yeah, absolutely. It's like you have, like, that's never happened before. The only people that that's happened to are people who've played more than one season. And even then, Mm -hmm. they don't know that they're going, so they don't have that much time to prepare, Mm -hmm. which this cast didn't really know how long it would take for them either, which ended up being 19 months, as we find out. But I thought that was a great point that... You know, that is really neat that you're able to do that because not everybody's going to get that chance. Hopefully nobody ever else will get that chance. Yeah, I thought that was a really positive spin on it. One of the reasons we love Phil. Yes, an optimist. Yes, because we've said, um, just talking about the season before, how awful and kind of disappointing it would be um, to be living out your dream basically and having so much fun on the race and then it being like okay you got to go home and that's not something anyone any other team has had to deal with before but I felt like that was such a good like uh, a good message to leave them with especially since they didn't know how long it was gonna be it's like that's so true to be honest like you can really go work on the weaknesses that you have no idea you have until you even get yeah exactly so right I was like that's you know, I would have been like <laughs> doing all kinds of stuff. Sign up for all these master classes and yes. getting all these workout. Build a home gym. Yeah. Like, buy a, a car that's um, <laughs> stick shift. Like all this. <laughs> like you could be doing a lot. So yeah, I thought that was a really nice message. But yeah, it was really weird to see the little flip yes. of the... And 19 months, it's like, dang, we have, we've been doing this a long time. We really have. It is just a different life, it feels like. It's just crazy. Mm -hmm. It feels so fast, but at the same time, it's like, this is so much of our lives. Yes, exactly. But I I did like that the show, I think I would have felt differently if the show would have just left off, like the episode would have left off on that. And did not mm-hmm. show us, like, hey, there's hope that, you know, like, yeah, <laughs> we're bringing them so back true. almost like it would have left on, like, a sad note that, yeah, I remember that travel is really difficult now and, you know, things like that. So yeah. I was thankful that they did that kind of like, well, get ready because, like Phil said, the world is still waiting for you, which I love. Yeah. Oh, it gives me chills every time. <laughs> I know, we do. That was really nice because I feel like that's really in the spirit of the show. Yeah. Unlike any of these other reality shows or competitions we watch, it's a very, like, positive environment. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that really fit to kind of, like, let's go ahead and show that, hey, we're coming back. Like, we're we're full throttle. And I don't know about anybody else, but the text on the screen and the yellow, the Amazing Race yellow, really made me think of Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even cross my mind, but... It was like 19 months later and like fading on the screen. <laughs> they need one of the like the crawl, like the yeah. Star Wars crawl. And it would be appropriate. It's like you could tell a story of like Natalia has gotten married. And <laughs> <laughs> they could That's have done a great, great. backstory. That's true. I'm sure there's there's some like trademark rules against that. That's but. Yeah, that's true. That would have been cool. If it, if Amazing Race was on CB, uh, on ABC, we might have had a chance. Yeah. <laughs> if only it was a different network, but I think they're happy with it being CBS. Mm-hmm. Well, I remember I had, pa- like, you know, seeing the, we're kind of like, I guess, the, the teaser for the, the following week, which we're about to talk about. 
I remembered looking and I'm like, wait, I only see five teams. Like what happened to the other four? Did you look at any of that or have you kind of avoided those things? I've seen one thing, but yeah, like when I finished that episode, I was like, oh, wow, where's like, this is a lot of people. I was thinking like only one team didn't come back because I think I had seen in the Amazing Race Facebook group that we are in. I think I had seen that Anthony and uh, what's his name? Spencer. Spencer weren't coming back. So in my head, that was the only one. I don't know why mm-hmm. I assumed that. But then I had also seen that I like Connie had a baby recently. So I wondered right. if she was like pregnant when they were filming. Mm-hmm. And that's why they couldn't come back. But the other two, I mean, I told you Caro and Ray broke up probably not long after the race, yes. <laughs> to be honest. So, but I honestly thought they would come back and do it together mm-hmm. just because it's an opportunity. But... Maybe it ended poorly. I don't know. Well, I was very interested how, like, the the fourth episode, which I guess we'll kind of transition to talk about now, we see those five teams, and then we don't really get, like, an explanation as to, like, what happened to the other four. It was kind of, like, yeah, kind of brushed they over. They could have come back. In a sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I will say that The Amazing Race, I saw it on Instagram, but I'm sure it's on their other socials. They did have kind of, like, a montage of all of the teams they sent in like it looked like just like a home video recording saying like their reasonings why they weren't um, why they couldn't go back and okay. yeah you're you're right about Connie and Sam um she actually had the baby in her arms as she was talking that she was pregnant while they were filming and then um Anthony and Spencer he had said that Spencer had started like a he had either gotten a new job or a promotion I can't remember basically it didn't work out with his work that he could leave and then Anthony had started school and I kind of like I kind of stuck my finger into like some like spoiler terror not spoilers and like who wins or anything but like before the fourth episode had come out I was just curious like what's everybody like what are the rumors I guess and yeah. somebody had speculated that Anthony and I think it was Anthony they said had had a injury so that also could have been part of it I don't know but you're right mm-hmm. about Caro and Ray about how they broke up. The reasoning that they gave on the video with the Amazing Race, they filmed two separate videos, of course. But <laughs> oh, yeah. um, Caro had explained that she has a German passport, that she doesn't have American citizenship. Or maybe she does, but she has a German passport. And mm-hmm. basically, like, with the restrictions and everything, it wouldn't work for her to be able to figure all of the travel out and one of the rumors that I had heard was that she was living abroad and so I think it that complicated things because she wasn't back here in the states and all that stuff so I mean it sounds to me like they didn't even mention that they weren't together from what I recall Mm -hmm. but I mean I guess you can kind of like see they're not in the video together (laughs) I mean she's in another country (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) um but I didn't get the impression that like they didn't want to do it but who knows? Okay. I mean, it may have ended poorly and they have no desire to see each other again. Who knows? But Right, right. Um, and then the fourth team was Taylor and Isaiah. And they had said in the video, which was ugh, so sad, that um, they actually flew out to Los Angeles to get started with, like, press and quarantining and um, getting ready to start the race again. And, mm-hmm. like, production came, and I'm not sure if it was Taylor or if it was Isaiah. I'm not really sure which person it was, but basically he got a call from his mother that his older brother had passed away. So oh. he had to return back home to, you know, grieve and help the family and all mm-hmm. that stuff. So that was really sad. I was, ha- I was hating to hear that, um, that that Yeah, happened. and I liked them. I, yeah. I kind of hope they get to come back. And maybe, like, Connie and Sam, too. I mean, wouldn't you kind of be bitter about your baby? <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> like, really? Uh, I like, mean, I, I'd, hold, I'd hold that over my child. Like, you had to be born now. <laughs> I think that would be so fun to have, like, another almost, like, unfinished business season. I think that would yeah. be really fun. And have some of them and some other people who maybe, like, went out first or they had an injury that caused them to leave or yeah. something like that. I just hate whether it's a logistical reason or a, like, you know, awful reason, like right. um, a, a family emergency. I hate to see 
something taken away you mm-hmm. know from people that they want to do and yeah. i think it, it's probably because like we want to be on it so badly so i know how upsetting it would be to like not be able to do it yeah for some reason. exactly yeah i hope whoever like really would like to come back will get that chance because mm-hmm. it's not like it would be that unfair like they did too late <laughs> right exactly <laughs> Yeah, they don't have some, like, huge advantage over everybody. All right, well, back to episode four. I I was really glad that Amazing Race posted that video, so definitely check that out um, just to kind of get to know those people before we don't see them again on the show. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, so on the episode, we go back to Switzerland, and we see the, the five teams that were still in the race before the 19 month long pit stop. Mm-hmm. And so then they decide to bring back the two eliminated teams, which I yeah. was really excited about. Like, I feel like, especially Mike and Mo, we didn't see a whole lot because, I mean, they were only in one episode. Mm-hmm. But their story sounded really fun and their friendship was fun. So I was excited about that. So, yeah, I was really excited that they did that because, I mean, you might as well. And I know that some people yeah. were like, oh, are they going to bring back, like, race alumni or what which I'm personally I'm kind of glad that they didn't because I feel like this is just like already a group who's been through some stuff together yeah yeah and I feel like adding other people who haven't experienced that whole thing would be very different a different vibe I guess I would bet that's kind of what they landed on Mm -hmm. because that was my thinking like when they were like we've got other people you know joining I was like are they gonna be like new people Mm -hmm. so I was really excited to see both of those eliminated teams come back because it was fun for them to get to have another chance I don't see why they shouldn't yeah and it, it shouldn't be a threat to any of the other teams because y'all already beat these people. So. Right. That's true. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, yeah, that made me happy. And I agree. It's kind of like this is such a unique situation. And I feel like these people are kind of their own, like, family in a way. Yeah. And it would be weird to throw in, like, a different dynamic of, like, mm-hmm. strangers. Yeah. So I'm glad that they did it that way. Yeah. I'm really happy with that. And it's a fun opportunity, I feel like, for them to kind of just get a second chance. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. After we kind of catch up with all the teams, Lulu and Lala mention um, that their grandmother had passed away, which was which was sad, especially since we saw the their grandmother on their, mm-hmm. like, initial, which I meant to say that that felt almost like Big Brother in a way. Where yes, they're didn't like, it? I'm going to make brother. But it <laughs> yeah. is kind of fun because you get to see their family, you get to see their house, kind of like their environment, their city. So that was really sad and sweet to see that we've seen her. Like we saw her on the first episode. So that was sad. And then also like with the flight attendants, how they basically lost their jobs and had to find other employment. So it was, again, one of those, like, all right, we're going to hit you with the real life stuff before we yeah. get back to racing. But I appreciated that they kind of stopped down and did that for a moment to give people the chance to share some things mm-hmm. that happened between between then. But anyway, yeah. they were off, and Phil kind of explained the different protocols they were doing with, like, charter flights and avoiding public transportation, which I don't think I really missed, to be honest. Like... They don't really do a whole lot of airport stuff anymore. Like, they don't book their own flights anymore. And so, I didn't really miss... I feel like I didn't really miss anything of that. And public transportation can be very dramatic (laughs) because it can be easy (laughs) to get lost. But Mm -hmm. at the same time, I think self-driving is way harder and way more entertaining because you're navigating yourself, which can be stressful. I agree. Yeah. You're in a different country and you're figuring out the navigation. So I feel like if anything, it just kind of made it, gave another challenge as opposed yeah. to like, oh, it's going to be a little easier. I feel like, no, you're probably going to have like a harder time. And I feel like, I don't know, it kind of varies each season how much people are driving anyway. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's not that, it's not that different. Yeah. I didn't feel like any drastic changes were made as far as from a viewer's perspective I'm sure from production perspective that's a big change but Uh I didn't feel like I really missed out on anything and maybe that could you know in the future episodes that could be a difference but I mean personally I'm used to seeing masks on television and things like that which a lot of the times they weren't wearing any but I'm sure in future episodes that will be something but I mean that's such a daily part of our life now that I don't feel like it really bothers me (laughs) 
anymore. At this point, it's like, oh, they don't have one back. Yeah, it's, no, it's more noticeable when they don't have one, which is also weird. Uh-huh. But all right, so we get back started on the race. And the first thing we have is a roadblock literally on one of the mountains in Switzerland, which, I mean, dang, that sounds amazing. Which portions yeah. of it were like really cloudy, but whenever it was clear, it was beautiful. <laughs> that Switzerland is like definitely my top places to go. It's just, it looks so beautiful. <laughs> Absolutely. I feel like the that country is like so much to explore in such a small country. <laughs> Teeny little place. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so basically they're hiking the edge of that mountain and which sounds quite strenuous and <laughs> and a little scary, especially being on the edge of a cliff with like a carabiner basically holding you. Um, yeah. But that view of like six countries at once. That's really That's cool. very unique. Yeah. You don't get that just uh, everywhere. You get like <laughs> yeah. Texarkana or whatever. <laughs> exactly. Not, not quite, not quite as impactful on the spirit. Yeah. yeah. But that that's one of the coolest things about Europe too is like, all these countries that are so different are so close. Yeah, which is really, so. really, really cool and mm-hmm. neat. Not something you can get everywhere. So I feel like everybody did pretty well with that, except for um, Sherry. But, I mean, in comparison to everyone else. But, I mean, she rocked it. Like, she did great as far as, I mean, she seemed very, very afraid yeah. And yeah, which I is would understandable. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, literally, your entire body is like, no, stop. What are you doing? <laughs> this <laughs> go against everything this? we believe in. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I don't blame her at all because I would I would be scared too. Um, and she did great. Like she finished, and I mean, they ended up being they were not last, and they were not next to last. I I don't really remember. I think they were team five or four, maybe. They can be very proud of. Yes. Yeah. She should be very proud of herself for sure. Okay. So then we went on to do our detour, which was funny because basically you're making a belt that tells a story or you're doing Swiss color guard. (laughs) Great description. (laughs) Well, I feel like one of the flight attendants maybe said that where she's like, oh, I should have done color guard, which is exactly what I would have thought. Did you have a thought on (laughs) which one? Because both of those are not just like for which one we would do, because not neither one of those are just things that you'd be like, oh, yeah, I'm good at. (laughs) I mean, I I feel like I could be really good at color guard or I could be awful. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I don't have any experience to know otherwise. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, everybody got it so I guess it wasn't too difficult but the choreography would be kind of difficult to remember the belt didn't really seem too difficult because like none of them got the story wrong but Mm -hmm. they just did it the wrong way right right. so that seemed to be the only difficult part and it was time consuming to make the belt so yeah the task itself didn't seem that difficult but just the whole like getting through it was more of a a task so I don't really know what we would have done yeah probably either way it would have been fine Mm -hmm. I feel like I mean the show does that to them sometimes where it's like it's not necessarily that hard it's just gonna be time consuming yeah it's kind of like that one I feel like it was last season where they were just like digging through that pile of uh jewelry or something you remember what I'm talking about like the bracelets Mm -hmm. yeah and you had to find specific bracelets yeah it's like you could be done with this in five minutes that's or true an hour yeah. like they always have those that are meant to just be like it's gonna eat up some time because you kind of yeah. have to you want to get it right the first time if you can it's attention to detail all yeah. that and definitely one that's like it's going to press your stressor <laughs> uh-huh yeah because usually those are the ones that are like slower paced i feel like that really tests your patience oh yeah it would for me for sure <laughs> It's it's like you get more frustrated with something really small and detailed mm-hmm. as opposed to like hammer. I can let out my aggression. Yes, that's true. <laughs> yeah, because at least it, I feel like we would be annoyed but celebrating whenever we did whatever it was. And then yeah. the, the belt thing the whole time, it would just be grumbling. <laughs> yeah, just like. Ooh, the tension in your shoulders. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, so not really anything super noteworthy, I think, other than 
Unfortunately, Mike and Mo did not choose the belt story to go the correct way, so it ended up being the opposite way, so they had to do it again, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And it was sad seeing them go out first again, but <laughs> again. I know, but I'm really glad that they came back. Um, like yeah, I me said, too. I-, I really enjoyed them. Like they have a really sweet spirit together. I wonder if it's like it almost feels better in a way to come back again and again you go out first because I feel it's almost like okay the first time wasn't a fluke like mm-hmm. we're just not cut out for <laughs> it's just it's an our thing and that's fine <laughs> yeah and that's okay yeah. so I feel like yeah. maybe that's not the perspective I would have if I were in their shoes but you know trying to be an optimist you know maybe that's the outlook that they could have they had an opportunity to come back that most people don't so yeah. I feel like you can just go into it like no matter what we're gonna be excited like mm-hmm. we got an extra leg that we weren't gonna yeah get. and that's the impression I get that they were just like very just excited to be back yeah well I did think it was really ironic that they went home first to get to but yeah I did I I appreciated them being like you know this one feels better than the first time yeah because I feel like that would be I'm mean, of course it would be hard but it is kind of like, okay, we've been through this before. Like, we know what it feels yeah. like to be the first out. Yeah. You can be a little bit more satisfied. and Yeah. It is kind of weird to me that they, like, they did the the belt thing and messed up the story. And didn't they also go home the first time with, like, the art puzzle or whatever? That's right. Yeah. So, I'm like, maybe y'all should have gone for the physical activity. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I don't know. I I did wonder that too because they seem more. I mean, like they are the singing policemen. So I know the, yeah. the color guard thing was not really musical, but maybe with the choreography they could have figured that rhythm. Out. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. like mm-hmm. yeah, keeping a a tempo. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm glad they got an extra leg. <laughs> yeah, me too. And I mean, I assume that the Amazing Race keeps their regular protocol as far as like the eliminated people get to stay you know like in the country for oh yeah period of time so i'm kind of like at least you get that you know yeah you do a little extra vacation <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah true <laughs> well good yeah i i really liked them i'm sad to see them go but at the same time if they would have won the race it would have been so weird that like yeah almost almost like they were chris underwood from survivor I've heard people yes. say that, like, <laughs> make that comparison. Yeah. That they weren't, they were first out, and then they weren't there for the second leg, or second and third leg, and then mm-hmm. they come back and won the whole thing, which, I mean, that would have been exciting, that's for sure, but. I understand that, yeah. It could have been frustrating for other people, because it's like, we had to do things they didn't have to do. I, I understand that. So maybe it worked out for the best, but... Because it's like, Aaron and Natalia, you can't really be upset, because they, yeah. they did everything, you know? Right. It's almost like a non-elimination for Yeah, them. exactly. Which I've heard people say that there's speculation that they're trying to, not necessarily, I guess maybe not necessarily get, a, like, get rid of non-elimination legs, but almost that there's going to be way less of them. Oh, really? Well, there's only like two or three. Yeah, right? I mean, definitely in this case, this is different because we already lost two peop- two teams before we even yeah. started this new era, I guess. <laughs> so maybe <laughs> this season doesn't really count, I guess, because we have less people already. But some people had made the comment that that may be something in the future. Like they'll do more like like what they did in the second episode where they just continued rather than yeah. having a a non-eliminated team who had to do a speed bump or something. So I thought that was yeah. interesting. Definitely something to look out for. Maybe, like you said, maybe not this season since we have fewer people. But yeah, who knows, maybe in the coming seasons that could be a thing. I like the continuation of the leg. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's almost, I don't want to say more fair because it's a game. <laughs> but like, <laughs> I feel like sometimes the same people end up getting the non-elimination. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, how many chances are you going to get? Right. Which I guess you could say about the continuation, but in a way it's like, okay, well, this is all still one big, yeah. you know, leg or, you know, thing, mega so. leg, mega leg, gosh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, 
goodness. But yeah, that'll be interesting. Maybe they just are tired of speed bumps. Honestly, maybe logistically, they're yeah. like, we don't want to plan these anymore. That's true. Yeah, maybe so. I'm I'm excited to see the rest of the season, what that looks like. Yeah, and I'm really excited for the teams that we have left, and everybody is doing really well, so it's exciting. Yeah, so be sure to stay tuned to our podcast to be sure to not miss out on any Amazing Race coverage. Um, we Our schedule is going to look a little different than it did with um, Big Brother, probably, for example. We are going to probably be doing every other episode covering Amazing Race, and then um, the week after doing... More so of like our, I guess, normal content, just to kind of keep it fresh and keep y'all on your toes. So yes, mix it up. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) mix it up real nice, shaken and stirred, but be sure to like, no, (laughs) you can like us, but (laughs) we hope you like it. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. So please be sure to listen to us anywhere you listen to your podcasts. We are, we try to be everywhere possible that you listen to podcasts and please (laughs) recommend us to your friends and to your family spread the word however you'd like we're on instagram and we are on twitter we also have a discord which is fun and we have an email all of that information is in the show notes so be sure to check that out and connect with us because we really like getting recommendations or your thoughts definitely send us your comments even if you disagree with something we say we definitely want to hear and we don't mind having our mind changed. I will say that. That's right. We're very open-minded. <laughs> we are. <laughs> and please be sure to subscribe to our channel, however that may be, on your preferred application <laughs> device. <laughs> um, yeah, whenever you subscribe, you can be sure that you don't miss any of our episodes. And if you have a moment to rate and review us, that would be great because that helps us get our our name out there and other people will be able to find us and kind of get to know what we're about. So yeah, please be sure to do that. Thanks so much for listening. We really appreciate your time, spending time with us. And until next time, I'm Anna. I'm Callan. The world is still waiting for you. 